0: This episode is brought to you by Empower. While Empower can't tell you who to start running back each week, they can help you tackle your money questions. Can you retire early? What's your net worth? Will you be able to afford your child's education? With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you can get clarity on your real-life financial goals. Join 18 million Americans and empower what's next. To start today, visit empower.com. December 28th, the Fantasy Footballers Podcast, Andy, Mike, and Jason. Judge Giamatti is here, Al Borland, the Borgogan, Inducers Alley. We're getting you ready for championship week, which begins tomorrow. We'll preview the, dare I say, depressing Thursday night football matchup. Oh, you dare.
3: it, It could be. We could be missing some superstars here.
0: Yeah, and um, it's unfortunate because 96% of you have made the wise decision to move your championship week to week 17, not week 18. Week 18 is just a time for chaos. Week 17 is supposed to be a time in which your best players, uh, they're on display, they win you that title, and yet – won't be the case for some guys and and we look. do see every year that there are heroes that um look they they probably make more of a mark on fantasy football than they genuinely ever will for their of NFL course. teams because players like Jarrett Patterson were a blip on the NFL you know timeline and yet will be heralded as mm-hmm. heroes in fantasy football because of the as you call them, nasty boys that make yes. their mark in week 17.
3: I was going to say, week 16 is also a week when your superstars are supposed to show up. Okay. But was, uh, <laughs> that was not the case for a lot of them.
0: That is the difficulty of uh, one week. You know, you got one week to, to make it happen. I mean, we have a league where the three of us were the one, two, and three seeds. We're all out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: None of us into the title game. Yeah, and- my
3: superstars did not
0: show up. Yeah, that that's the case for many, but also many of you in the title game this week. Ride or die on the show today. NFL news to talk about the Thursday night preview mailbag. Our final party is this afternoon. Oh, baby. Spotify Live. We've been with them all year long, doing a live show every single Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. Our final one today. Come hang out with us. Ask your last minute questions. Tilt with us. Uh, we'll bring people up on stage. They share their emotions, uh, and then, you know, laugh together, cry together, all that stuff.
3: It, and I think it, this will be the first ever live audio stream fantasy football show dance party. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a dance yeah. party. Oh yeah. Like th- at least 30 minutes. We're just going to throw on some classic, uh, you know, maybe a little, <laughs> da da we're going to get all the nineties <laughs> dance. We'll go around the world. Okay. What if I don't feel like dancing,
0: Mike? No one will know. The, okay. You just
3: say, look at my dance moves. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that no one has really done that on the audio format.
3: And I'll be like, whoa, kill a robot, bro.
0: That is a whole new genre. You just invented a new whoa,
3: Jason's pop
0: podcast dance party. Listen uh, to
2: me twerk.
0: Listen to me twerk. <laughs> Well, I mean, look, come and join us, Spotify Live, today. Couple of things at the top before we get into uh, ride or die. Fantasychamps.com, uh, go there right now. This is uh, your title time, so you need, if you need a trophy, a ring, a championship belt, these guys do it better than everybody else, and we have a special promotion just for us, just for this podcast. The code is free ring, and if you uh, purchase a trophy a championship trophy for your league or a belt. You get a free $59 championship ring as well. Just put both items in your cart, enter the code free ring, and then you will receive a <clears throat> free ring. Yeah, free ring and bling. So, fantasychamps.com, check that out as we push towards those titles. You got to show off. I mean, you've got to uh Jason's in a league of record title game. I have no doubt that Jason will be uh blinged out and obnoxious for a long period of time if he wins this oh thing. yeah
2: oh yeah <laughs> I will uh I will have plenty of free ring in my cart
0: uh champ got a champ <laughs> and then you can follow the show on Twitter at the FF Ballers if you're new to the show this year we do not go away sorry but we're around in the off season two shows a week after week 18 uh, despite the poll yesterday we will be here all five days of week 18 next week lots of dance parties
3: yeah right here I mean the award the the footies are coming up everybody Mm -hmm. very excited for that
0: yeah our year-end awards will reflect on the truth of a lot of these player performances and um you know we'll we'll decipher the joe Mixons out there who had the big week but didn't really help you as much throughout the year and we'll help get you ready for 2023 let's do some ride or die
2: Ride or Die, presented by Chevrolet.
0: Well, we won't talk about week, week 16's Ride or Die because it was a lot of die. Things didn't work out.
3: Um, Two of the fellers in last week's were in the extreme weather
0: Somehow, I, I, I barely remember this. Somehow, Omari Cooper managed he, yeah, to accomplish. Uh, I rode with him. I thought foolishly. Yes, uh, Jarek McKinnon finished at RB twenty-one. We we were looking at the ride or die line of top fifteen. Jason was right on that one. Still a nice week from McKinnon. Zay Jones, we all believed that well, he could
3: get uh, the line was set at seven targets. Yeah, and that was this was a that was a couple of days before the uh, or whatever the day before we really knew how bad that weather was going to be. He
0: got four targets. So uh, <clears throat> I think luckily we catch, sat
3: him. He caught one of them.
0: Week seventeen ride or die, Brooks. What do you got for us?
4: All right, guys. David Montgomery playing the Lions this week. Will he be a top twenty running back?
3: Sure. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of those are acceptable answers, fellas. Okay, no, for, I I realize that. Not for I, this game.
0: I think um I think he's just too fundamental to this Chicago offense. Uh the Detroit defense showed last week that they are uh You know, they struggled against Carolina's running game. David Montgomery should catch the ball. I, you know, he had 20 opportunities last week. Khalil Herbert coming back had 10. I certainly think Jason could be right here, but I'm going to ride with him.
2: Yeah, I I see him as a low end RB2, someone that, you know, can absolutely be started, but I don't see a monstrous game with Khalil Herbert being back. And even though Detroit was gashed in very cold weather last week, I'm going to stick with the kind of last two month stretch where they've really shut down. The running back position, they're at home in a controlled weather environment, so I will d- choose die. It yeah, it's very tough because
3: it's a good line. This the, the line is 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 difficult to project. David Montgomery is still somebody that I am playing uh, as a top twenty four option, but I'm going to say die. Uh, the the Khalil Herbert coming back from his injury, he missed uh, four games, you know, five weeks with the bye week, but right back into forty one percent of the snaps was that was actually surprising to me as the Khalil Herbert truther. So I think that if that, uh, if that, if it sustains there or goes up even a little bit, it's going to be real difficult for Montgomery to get top 20.
0: All right. Another running back Brooks. Who do you have?
4: All right, guys, miles (laughs) Sanders. (laughs) What happened there? What happened? Brooksy, uh, hands into uh, I was on the keyboard and oh. I had to switch the camera and the microphone to my brain. This is your segment. Yeah, I mean we set this up my for you. Brain short circuit. <laughs> are it. you or are you not a deucer? I switched the camera instead of the microphone wrong order completely. Anyway <laughs> Miles Sanders versus Saints. Can you get back to eleven fantasy points? He's been oh, disappointed in the last two weeks.
0: I mean I can't ride with Miles Sanders on this line. He's he's been awful. So no.
2: <laughs> I can ride with Miles oh. Sanders on this line. Andy and I take an opposite approach for these first two guys. He had 21 carries last week. He had a fumble, and it was against a very difficult defense. Uh, also, I think there's a – I mean, I am playing the Eagles quarterback this week. Uh, whether it's Jalen Hurts or whether it's Gardner Minshew, that's in my championship. So I'm sure Miles Sanders has, like, three rushing touchdowns. Right. It sucks my soul out of a straw. <laughs> <laughs> oh my um, so I never will never want right your mark. soul on a straw. No. So at, at least I will maybe get a green check mark on writing with Miles Sanders. Oh, that'll be just the salary oh, so <laughs> you gonna, need. It'll totally take care of it. Emotional edge.
0: Uh, by the way, Miles Sanders has hit this mark seven times, hasn't hit it eight
3: times. So it's a 50 50 shot pretty much. Mike? He doesn't care about our fantasy football, he has made that very appearance. Uh, with little the, too apparent with the the statement of the draft season when he said don't draft me then was great and then when they won against Chicago and Miles Sanders was not involved he made sure that everybody knew that he doesn't care about fantasy football well I want him to know that I don't care that you fumbled the game away when you could have uh, clinched the number one seed mm. hmm. nice mm. hmm. so what is that ride or die Mike die get out <laughs> of my face Miles Sanders <laughs> All right, Cam Akers, one more running back.
4: Brooks set the line here. Also,
3: if you want to come on the show. Wait, then. let me let me we, throw it we, to Brooks and fine. see what happens.
4: Brooks? Is this where I'm supposed to talk now? Hey. Yeah. Hey. Oh, okay. Uh, Cam Akers against Chargers. Will he score a touchdown?
0: You betcha. <laughs> I'm riding with Cam, Cam Akers. Akers. In fact, uh, at, there'll be a bonus question at the end of this ride or die. I, wanna, I want these three running backs in order for you guys.
2: Ooh, I like that. That's fun. Um, I guess I'm going to stick with the theme here since Andy road, I will die. This was actually really tough. Um, the theme
0: w- is that he does the opposite <laughs> as me. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, it's a good theme. Well, the first two were natural. This one I was unsure of because there <laughs> is, there's a, there's, you know, if they get n- down in the, the red zone in the 10 zone in the five zone, like I think cam acres will get a touchdown. The chargers don't have uh, an awesome run D, but I also feel like betting against the Rams offense for just scoring a lot of touchdowns is probably pretty smart. But then on the other side, it's like, well, are the Chargers even playing for much? That's a good question. Playoffs. So I kept going back and forth. I'm going to let the tiebreaker be just do what I did. And either Andy or I will have a, a really good week mm-hmm. or a really bad week. Like there you one, go. one of us. So there you go. Lock it in. It's cra- the,
3: the mile, the, uh, sorry, the cam Akers resurgence here over the last month with what, six touchdowns <laughs> in the past four games. It's been ridiculous. it, Great to see him kind of get going. I will also say die, though. I will bet against the
2: touchdown.
0: If you put these three in order for this upcoming week, Cam Akers is at the top of my list. Wow, wow. you'd start
2: him over Montgomery. So and-
0: Yeah, yeah. I would go uh, Akers, and then I would probably – I'd have a hard time between Sanders and Montgomery. I think I'd lean Montgomery, and then I'd go Sanders. The lows have been low for Miles Sanders. They, that's the thing that yes. scares me in the championship week is that somehow, some way, he just isn't a part of it sometimes. And, um, you know, I don't think Montgomery has any chance of being that low. So I I think Akers is a lock to just be a fundamental part of the offense. There's always the chance. Like, the way that the Rams played last week, which, by the way, I think Baker Mayfield, I thought I saw a stat that he had the highest passer rating in a single game of Rams history.
3: Really? Above Stafford, above Warner. Let me go look at that stat line and remember. Let's see. So he was 20. Above
2: Warner? He yes. Was,
3: he was 24 of 28. Yeah. So an 86% completion. Yeah, that's pretty uh, good. Percentage. Uh, 8.2 yards per attempt, two passing touchdowns. I mean, that's uh, he did have a fumble, but that was, that's not against his passing stats.
0: No, I, I think I saw a stat this morning that he had the that's highest impressive. pass rating in any single game. I, I could be wrong. But there was something to that. The the quarterback
3: rating was 124.7. I don't know what his QBR was.
0: What's weird about this team as they finish out the season is that you have Cam Akers and Baker Mayfield who are entirely motivated. Both of those players have their futures on the line, Mm -hmm. right? Cam Akers' entire future is being defined by the way he plays to finish this season. Baker, you know, Matthew Stafford said he's not retiring. Baker's going somewhere else most likely. He could come back as the backup for this team if he wants to, but I, it's just interesting to see them put up 51 points, play very well on offense, seems like Sean McVay is still motivated to fin- finish the year strong, so
2: I like Cam Akers this week. I'm changing. I'm changing. Wait, oh. are you riding with him? Yeah, it? I'm riding. Oh, wow! Yeah, you, These, won, you won me over. Those look. doors are locked, brother. Oh, no, oh no. God. We have not done We have, oh, we have not done the no. closing line I am riding here. I, I do, Look, Cam Akers has been over five yards to carry the last two weeks, and we see it um, every single season. There are, the are running locked. backs at the end of the year who just catch fire, and when they do, you, you want to stay in those flames. So I, I will. I think that would be foolish to look away from Cam Akers. Um, I will, as far Con- as the confirm.
0: By the way, Baker Mayfield highest passer rating in Rams history with a minimum of fifty attempts, ninety eight point nine. And uh, Matthew Stafford was 97.7. Kurt Warner's highest was 97.2. What was that 2.
3: minimum?
2: 50 attempts. Okay. How many times did Kurt Warner even throw 50 times? No, no, no. 15? I think it's,
0: it must be passer rating as a quarterback. Minimum 50 attempts on the, on the Rams. Uh, so that, okay, okay. So okay. that just okay. means he's had a good run. He's that had a like, nice.
3: Like they, he threw it 28 times. He had a nice
0: three-game run where he's been 58 for 84, 571, and four. So there you go. Um so, Jason moved to ride? I moved to ride. Okay. That was Rider or Die presented by Chevy Silverado. Learn more about Chevy Silverado at Chevy.com.
2: Now it's locked in. That's, <laughs> that's, oh, that's, that's it, the once moment. Once you finish it?
0: Gotcha. Yep. All right. Into the news we go.
2: News and notes from around the league. Presented by USAA Insurance. Snip, snap, snip, snap,
0: snip, snap. Uh, Carson Wentz will start against the Browns. I think I've decided there's nothing more pathetic feeling than the quarterback roulette situation because these head coaches, like we saw it with Matt Rule last year, when you are just, you start, now you start, now you start, oh, you come in halfway through the game. That is just, you're grasping at straws. Like your season's falling apart and it's ending before your very eyes and now Carson Wentz will take over from Heineke and – we got all the platitudes about Heineke and the press conferences, and suddenly he's not good enough to play anymore, and Carson Wentz's time to play. And
3: Well, we haven't seen Carson Wentz make his usual mistakes in quite a while. So be- have we forgot be- He be- forgot about him? Yeah, because he hasn't played in quite a while. Well, he's going to start against the Browns.
0: We've seen Jahan Dotson emerge lately. The McLaurin yeah. situation gets a little more much,
3: nerve-wracking. Much love, McLaurin. It was, it was a good run.
0: I mean, it feels just like the Jets, too, where it's like Garrett Wilson. He's like, yeah, man, I got Mike White. And then, no, I got the, you know. It's tough on these receivers. (laughs) They don't know what to expect. Uh, Jeff Saturday. Oh, boy. I didn't see this until just now. Whoa, told reporters that they're sticking with Nick Foles as their starting quarterback.
3: Uh, He really, either he really liked what he saw last week on the seven sacks and three interceptions and three total points against the Chargers, or... Now Jeff Saturday has been backed into a corner of he really must do what is correct for the Colts and their franchise, which the correct thing for the franchise, not for the coaches, not for the players, but the correct thing for Jim Irsay is the Colts lose out. They are – like we, we were taking a look at where, where the draft order stands right now, and with the Houston Texans winning this past week Dum Dumb-dumbs. The, the window has opened up for another team – to sneak in, I don't know if the, the Colts,
0: Colts face the Texans. So yeah, in the final that's week another of another game, season, you can give
3: them like it. It's oh, like the we 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 were looking specifically for the Cardinals. Can they sneak up? And they actually can. Like Houston is sitting at two twelve and one right behind them, is Chicago at three and twelve. Then the the Denver slash Seattle pick at four and eleven. Arizona's four and eleven. The Colts are four and ten. So I mean, should the Colts lose out and Houston somehow? win out their records will be tied and I assume the tiebreaker then goes to the to the Colts because they will have lost to Houston. I'm not exactly sure how the draft works but the, the pick is wide open and playing Nick Foles is a way to lose ensure <laughs> that you're locked into a really high pick
0: What what actually hurts the most is what Jason brought up I think yesterday about the Giants matchup which is I think we were talking about Isaiah Hodgins on the waiver show if the Colts play Nick Foles, it's going to be bad. And you're going to need to do less. I mean, we didn't need a lot from the Chargers on the right. offense. They didn't have to they could run the ball with Josh Kelly too much mm-hmm. and get away with a what, 20 to 3 win. So, it is a concern for teams playing the Colts and you know, we get this question about dynasty leagues. Let's just have that discussion for a moment. Houston plays Indianapolis the last game of the year. It's in the best interest of both of those teams who need a quarterback to lose that ball game. Yes. Very rarely do we say, you know, most often we're like, put the best lineup out there, win the game in in Dynasty. But when you get to the last game of the season and it's a definitive (laughs) marked effect on the pick you, you know, I told Mike yesterday, think about this. If, If that game was the difference between Peyton Manning on your team for the next 15 years or not,
3: or like Trevor Lawrence yeah. versus Zach Wilson, Trev- which just Correct. happened because with Adam Gase winning the, his last two. The Jets won some games that we didn't think they would win. That for the franchise they should not have won, and now they're already
2: looking to dump their franchise. Swap quarterback. those two quarterbacks. Yes. Put Trevor Lawrence on the Jets with this defense right yep. now, and how are they not in the playoffs? How are they not even contending? And instead, they're floundering because they decided to win the last game. Uh, it's in, in, it's in dummy so dumb brutal. fashion. It's
3: so brutal that that this is the the system of your your team needs to lose for that jersey, but all of those men and 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 ladies on the just who are working for that team, they want to win, but it's so bad for them in the long run. It's 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 such a, a it, strange place to be in.
0: There's a level of intellectual dishonesty that takes place when you say. Well, you just have to do your job, Houston, and be a competitive opponent for the integrity of the league when the integrity of the league is set up so that you need to do what – what are you supposed to do? You have an argument to your fan base to say – I want to give you the best team for 15 years.
2: Well, and we and we just saw the NFL, you know, bring the hammer down or or, you know, investigate all the yeah. Miami Dolphins situation of did they possibly tank? Did you know and and, and they said no, 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 they they didn't. But um, you know, those are serious serious allegations to the NFL. There's betting markets and all of that. So these these owners are going to these head coaches and saying, "Hey, you <laughs> should win."
0: Why well, and then how how dishonest is that? Because the head coach, their record is permanent. Yes, you know you're a head coach and you you have that on your record forever, right? Lovey Smith doesn't want to be two fourteen and one. He'd rather Correct. be four twelve and one. So it's it's a difficult situation, and it's difficult in dynasty leagues when you are positioning for John Robinson or Smith and Jigba, and you want a better pick, and your league wants you to play hard. I mean, you should. It's just a hard thing to be dogmatic about. Let me put it that way. Because sure. I'd love to be the uh, moral superiority, like, well, just you owe it to yeah. the league. Well, you owe it
2: to the game. The
0: league benefits and you don't.
2: <laughs> right. No, you should You should absolutely be going out there and losing. You should be trying to lose that game. Go play some people lightheartedly. It, that being said, play Wink Martindale's defense. I think that's the big takeaway here from the starting. You know, obviously, uh, Saquon, this could be better news for, um, you know, if they're in a positive game script and just running the clock out. Sure. But the Giants defense should be picked up and started this week. Kyle Shanahan said Debo Samuel may return to practice later this week.
3: Uh, you, d- you did miss the bit of Ron Rivera said Antonio Gibson has a sprain. So, uh, Antonio Gibson, they're going to monitor it this, this uh, week. If you noticed last week at the end of the game, uh, I believe it was Jonathan Williams was was getting carries. It was like, what in the heck is going on here? Where's Gibson? That's what happened again.
0: Yep, and uh, it's been a wild ride for Antonio Gibson. Yeah, Will Disley on IR
2: knee injury. Oh
3: man, I know what.
2: Yeah, oh. he 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 has. Like a yearly obligation for a devastating I mean, injury. he'll be back. Oh, for sure. If There's anything we nothing know. that can keep him down. Big oh, Montana. Yeah, oh, Big Montana can lose a leg. He's out there hopping on one. Let's go, Big Montana. He gets
3: it done.
0: Every year we have to hit that drop and say goodbye to it for a while. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem.
2: But but then. But it will be back. The great part is, mm-hmm. oh, no, there was a bad injury. We'll probably never see him again. But we get to play it again. Yeah. Simply. He doesn't even have to be good. Just has to be back.
0: And uh, we'll talk through for those waiting for Derek Henry related news, uh, Tony Pollard news. We're gonna we're gonna hold that until the matchup preview on today's show, so we can discuss it at length. Anything new, Brooksy? No, sir. Okay, all right. I gotta make sure he's on that microphone yeah. if I need him. Mm-hmm. What's going on? You, you playing some Minesweeper? Oh yeah. I just hope next time, like if you're watching on YouTube, I hope when I go, "Hey Brooks, how's it going?" You see the cameras just start flying around. <laughs> solo cam. oh no wrong then you, you know he was trying to hit his button but instead he hit the camera
4: may have hit the wrong camera time or two.
3: Or oh, did
0: you okay well we'll go not back to, not today but okay in the past yeah oh yeah it's happened oh <laughs> uh, uh, that was today's news notes brought to you by usaa insurance learn more at usaa.com slash insurance quick break and then we'll get into the cowboys titans matchup
1: and replacement cost coverage comes standard. That means damaged items are repaired or replaced, even if they cost more today than they did when you bought them, which could put your wallet at ease To Tap the banner or visit usaa.com slash homeowners to learn more and get a quote. Restrictions apply.
3: This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp.
0: Hey, Fuck Clan, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more of that precious time. The question is, time for what? What would you do? Maybe more fantasy football. I don't know. If time was unlimited, how would you use it? Um, What would be the first thing you turn to if you had that extra hour? Uh, I think for me, I would often say maybe I'd finally read that book I wanted to read. Maybe it's uh, being there for a friendship that you haven't been able to be there for. And the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's actually important to you so that you can make those things a priority and therapy can help you figure that out. A therapist can guide you through the process of defining your values and understanding your priorities, and then you know what things you can spend time on and what will really fulfill you. Otherwise, you will be left wishing, like all of us, that we have more time. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp offers convenient, affordable online therapy that comes to you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash footballers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash footballers. All right, Foot Clan, there's a lot riding on week 17, and we get to start it early on Thursday night. Let's break
2: it down. Thursday Night Breakdown. You know, this is one of those weeks where the word breakdown may uh carry a few different meanings. Well, for me it's emotional and it's my own. <laughs> That's the type of breakdown I plan on having.
0: Oh, I am always uh I'm always interested in the theater and the drama that we can bring to the vast listenership. And so there is there is entertainment to be had in watching you strategically respond to adversity which is what you're doing 24 hours a day seven (laughs) days a week right now trying uh for those of you following at home jason has derrick henry many of you have derrick henry he would have been a player that helped you get through last week
2: Uh, big week against houston mike and i in dino junior are also in the championship and a team we co-manage also have derrick henry Mm -hmm. so two of Two of my championship teams have Derrick Henry, and those are the two most important to me. So this, that stinks.
0: And another way to put it might be: two of your championship teams don't have Derrick Henry. Derrick- that is
2: the that is the way I'm thinking about it, and the reason I'm thinking about it that way is because that is the fact.
0: So uh, Dallas is eleven and four. They take on the seven and eight Tennessee Titans. The game is in Tennessee, in the DraftKings Sportsbook line already somewhat reflecting the expected absences, in oh my opinion. My. It's Dallas minus ten on the road. The over/under is just 39.5. That gives Dallas a bunch of points, Tennessee not a not a lot. <laughs> and here's what we know, right? We're recording this Wednesday morning Arizona time. And we're not expecting Did I get a
2: laugh back there because you said Wednesday morning Arizona time like like Wednesday morning <laughs> is is exclusive to, to Arizona. Well, I mean, it, it could be it could be not the
0: morning for someone else, somewhere else. All right. I, it wasn't the most perfect turn of phrase. I agree. Here's the point. We don't expect, I would say, I'm putting my odds at about 2% now
2: yeah, that Derrick
0: Henry plays. Jason?
2: I've got a 1% glimmer of hope, and I'm not even sure that that's a real glimmer of hope because if he plays and they get down uh, you know, two, two scores, one, which they will against the Dallas Cowboys with Malik Willis, then just rest him up and... Yeah, the, the reason we believe that is because this game is meaningless. Next week's game against Jacksonville, whoever wins that, no matter what happens this week, whoever wins that game is in the playoffs. So for the Titans, this doesn't matter. And they already have a history. This isn't the first time. This situation has happened, not just in theory or to another franchise. It has happened to this team with this head coach and this running back, and they sat him. Now it's a short week. Where Derrick Henry is older and more banged up than ever, like there's I cannot fathom them being like, Well, you know what, guys, I wanna I wanna change the way we did it back in the back the last time and run Derrick Henry into the ground. It's just not gonna happen.
0: No, it doesn't make any sense. And if you watch Derrick Henry's interview, it was very um you know, he's given the right answers. I'll do whatever the coach needs me to do. It doesn't seem like Derrick Henry's gonna be a part of this offense. They already don't have Ryan Tannehill. If Derrick Henry and Malik Will, or sorry, if Derrick Henry's out and Malik Willis is the starter, you've got Hassan Haskins. You've got a uh, <clears throat> a gentleman by the name of Julius Chestnut, mm-hmm. hot dog king.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so you're you're not really looking at Tennessee. You're not looking at Tennessee, but the real question people are going to have is the running back replacement. Uh, it's two questions. The first question is who is it. Is it Hassan Haskins? Is it Julius Chestnut? They are both active last week. Um, Hassan Haskins had the more snaps, had a few more carries, but I believe on the course of the season, I think he's at 18 carries. So th- these are two unknowns. Uh, Julius
3: they're... Chestnut did not take a snap last week. He's... Right, but he he was active, right? Yeah, well, I mean, he's showing at 0%. So, I mean, he has a, a stat line, which is, which is just all zeroes. Hassan uh,
0: Haskins will get the majority of the yes, work. He's I the fourth he's a fourth round draft pick. He's uh six two two twenty eight. And if you need to throw a dart, look you're, it's not it's not likely to land where you want it to land. I mean, Dallas' defense has been their top ten on the year against running backs. They're top three in the last six weeks. And guess what? Malik Willis is not a threat in the passing game.
2: They could put eleven men in the box. Yeah. They just they 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 don't they will not even have a cornerback active.
0: I mean he he's averaging Malik Willis eight completions in three starts, so they're they are extremely limited. Like the options for that offense are limited. Hassan Haskins, you know, if he gets fifteen carries, twelve carries to fifteen carries, maybe you end up with, you know, sixty seventy yards. Probably not
3: a touchdown. Would you play Haskins alone? Or would you play Zach Moss?
0: I would probably play Zach Moss.
3: Okay, I feel and, like, but if, I would
0: also seek a counselor to help yeah, sure. me through. But, but
3: I feel like if, if you're willing to put Zach Moss in over Haskins, that's there's not many options
2: that you're. You could go Haskins go. because
0: would, you don't know what he is yet compared to Moss.
2: Exactly, I would personally go Haskins over Moss simply because both teams have a quarterback that shouldn't be playing. Uh, shouldn't be starting you know, as, as uh, an NFL caliber starter at this point in their careers. And so low over-unders for both teams, bad vibes. I'm going to take the, the guy that... You also hate Zach Moss. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to take the guy Patterson. who has a little bit of talent versus none. Cordero
0: Patterson? Against Arizona, I'll take uh, I'll take Patterson. Yeah,
2: I would take Patterson as well. I mean, I'm I'm in this world where I'm I'm bidding on uh Haskins right now, and I would probably have to start him in my lineup. So I mean here's here's the question. Mike questions.
0: and I are thrilled that we're not in the title game and yeah. have to face this decision.
2: <laughs> uh we we have it
3: in Dino Jr. Literally. Oh yeah. It's a dynasty team. We had Derrick Henry and they drafted Haskins and we thought he's the clear backup and <laughs> here we are now of we have we're like Okay, well, we've got the backup. Okay, so Do you play the backup? L-
2: let me ask this question. Would you start Hassan Haskins or Tyler Boyd? Uh, that is wow. literally – Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's my question. Of Tyler Boyd in a large over-under game um, on Monday Night Football, but he's been banged up, got a broken fingy, uh, <laughs> or Hassan Haskins who is guaranteed to touch the ball more times?
0: Uh, what a great question. Um <laughs> I lean Tyler. What do the deucers think of this I one? Think <laughs> I think Tyler Boyd. I think Tyler Boyd. My waivers aren't set up for that.
2: Oh, no! <laughs> I'm freaking out!
0: <laughs> I told you there was some theater to be had. Um, I mean, the, this is tough. Yeah. Hassan Haskins will not get every single touch in the backfield. No. That That will not happen. So... I just don't. I mean, they're not. They're supposed to score, fourteen point eight points. What? What's the implied point total for the Bengals? Uh, the game. That game has a forty nine total. But, and they're and they're one and a half point underdogs from what I I most recently saw at right, home. Right.
4: And the Titans haven't hit their team implied total in five weeks.
0: Yeah. So if you're looking at, you know, the likelihood of, you know, the goal line could go to Malik, already. Right. So you might not even have what goal line. <laughs> if there okay let me start the if. if goal line then maybe malik whereas at least with the bengals they probably got an implied point total of almost 23 24 points
3: what sucks a lot is the matchup like if if this happened to be a thursday matchup where it's the titans versus you know one of the the uh, worse uh teams against fantasy running backs i would be more optimistic at this point it is you got to be in a really desperate place which i'm sure there are teams out there so you could do worse because haskins projects to get the volume but it is it is really really dicey
0: on the other side things, also things are looking uh interesting uh zeke he has scored in over a million straight games oh no wait uh top 16 running back in eight straight i'm sure he scored in all eight of them Tony Pollard didn't practice on Monday or Tuesday. We still have the team saying he's playing in this football game. So the short week and the team saying that are you are you afraid of Tony Pollard because you know the the team has said he's going to
3: play. They all. We also got word yesterday that Tony Pollard was going to practice,
2: and, and then their practice report, and, came and then out. he did
3: not. Yeah. So I'm not listening to the team at this point. If he is, if Tony Pollard is active. I am probably I, playing him. Oh,
2: I'm definitely playing him.
3: I mean, it, I, I think you've this got is the, a brutal matchup yeah, for Tony Pollard. You've
2: got a chance at a real down game. The, the The Cowboys are kind of playing for something here. Like, technically, if they win this game, um, they have a better shot at the number one seed. But it's pretty much a, a really long odds uh, path for Do you any guys change. seem
0: much more
3: concerned about Pollard? I do, I just...
2: I in- feel- Injured, short week, and
3: this is... I mean, who who's the last running back who had real... I know Tony Pollard's a different class of running back, for, especially for fantasy, but the Tennessee Titans have just... They've been dominant against fantasy running backs. Fifth on the season for schedule adjusted. Seventh on... In the past six weeks, the last it's, time, it's not an exploitable matchup. Uh,
2: the last time that a running back had, let's say, more than one point greater than their average, as far as team, team running backs yeah. average, the last time they outscored their average by a point was week one. Man. So it, almost every week they are below their they're averaging usually by a significant margin. That being said, I, I I still really like Zeke in this matchup because of Tony Pollard's injury. If if, you know, four or five carries go from him to Zeke, the ten point uh, you know, uh favored matchup here, the fact that short fields from Malik Willis will Almost undoubtedly result in a touchdown. Yeah, that's fair. I d- I don't see Zeke getting out of this game without a touchdown. So he's he's got to be in in your lineup.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess the the question to me is if you're bringing up concerns about Pollard, this is the seventh best running back on the on the year. Yeah, no, it's I'm so saying it's I'm like playing if he's him. active, are you playing him? Yes. Okay. I think that's all that matters, really. Yeah, that that's fair. Just it, regardless adjusting of my
3: expectations of where I would rank him, Ceedee
0: Lamb has been on fire. Yeah. He's ninety one for twelve hundred and eight on the season you're playing him for sure. Dalton Schultz has been uh he's had some struggles recently in production. You know, this team, they obviously have two dynamic running backs. The last two weeks, four targets, two catches, three catches. Um hasn't been in the end zone since week 12. He's actually only scored in two games this year. Uh he is the tight end 18 on the year. I know we spent some time without Dak but seems like he's a boom bust type of tight end right now not a consistent threat
2: yeah he was for a stretch of games when Dak came back you know seven targets eight targets had a game with 10 targets in there um, now Gallup is healthier and um, the, the offense is clicking in ways where Dalton Schultz is simply a can be used piece not a necessary piece for the offense uh you're still going to play him he's a much better option than you know the the back half tight end ones uh because you're in a great offense and the matchup is very good against Tennessee who really can't guard any receiving option so i i, I like the matchup for Dalton Schultz this week but you're just kind of hoping that you know that, that he ends up with seven or eight targets and if you have to really bet on that you're you're betting that they're gonna be up and not have to throw the ball a ton in this game.
0: Are you you're a Dalton Schultz manager. Are you considering a player like Tyler Higby after last week's performance? The aforementioned situation with
3: <laughs> I have not
2: personally considered that but that... are you now? <laughs> so I did I did pause and <laughs> or think Or Dawson Knox or Dawson Knox isn't available, is he? Not in our league. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, this is... I'm just... Yeah, We're I mean, going to need to pause so I can check I, my I, waivers. I, I would say that if I had Dawson Knox and uh, Dalton Schultz on my roster, I would take Dawson Knox. I think that that's a game where you could have 60... What about
0: Dalton Knox? Uh, whoa.
2: Um, <laughs> but in that, that, that Bill Cincy game, I want pieces. I think you could have 60 points scored um, in that matchup, and Knox has been on fire. In but this, you're not
0: dipping down to Conklin? No, You're I'm not, not dipping I'm, down to Fant or no, Dulcich.
2: No, I'm going to stick with the great offense and the better quarterback and the the better talent in Schultz.
0: You're not dipping down to Trimble, Tommy Trimble. Oh, I'll definitely. I'll, I Michael mean, Pruitt. Oh,
2: now we're talking. Yeah. Now we're talking. Ian Thomas. Oh, never Ian Thomas. That's, that that was too far. Um, uh,
0: Dak, are you concerned about upside for Dak in this game, or are you you confident playing him against the? I'd
3: play him. Okay. The match is right.
0: juicy. All right. All the rankings they're up on the site, the fantasyfootballers.com. The start sit tools up there, week seventeen. Here we come. It's gonna be it's gonna be very, very nerve wracking for many of you, but we're here to help as much as we can. Mailbag.
4: Mailbag! Yes.
0: So Al, uh, I, I did want to ask you after that big discussion we had about integrity and tanking <laughs> and <laughs> You know, trying to position your team for an advantage in the rookie draft and trying to be integrous with your league mates, blah, 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 blah. Any changes to the way you approached your final matchup that may, may or may not have taken Bijan Robinson out of your hands?
2: Yeah, I okay. got major regrets. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, so I wasn't sure where the line was, and I didn't want to cross it on, on the wrong side, so I played it safe, but Al, I wish here as you- the manager who had – the pick that became the one on one, thanks to your victory. I would just like to say, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for your integrity. Yeah, and it means a lot. It means a lot to the league, and you're a great man of honor. And I am publicly uh, giving you praise on one of the largest sports podcasts in the world because of your great, integrity. awesome integrity and and just real. Stand up, honorable actions. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you, thank you, yeah. Al. and piss off. Yeah, yeah. cause I got Bijan, baby. Also,
3: <laughs> the league not really happy. Like Jason's team is good. Adding like, that, and that's that's a whole another layer now. Of like, should the original manager of that pick still had it? That team's garbage. Yeah, that team could really use someone like Bijan. Uh, Owl's team. It's rebuilding. It's it's it could also use Bijan, but adding Bijan to Jason's team like yeah. takes if, if I mean, assuming that that he is anything like we're projecting, like it it takes Jason's team from a uh, you know playoff contending team to a championship contending team. Oh, I love that you're in that. Like it it's it's wild that swing. Like your team doesn't deserve him. Mm.
0: Yeah, I mean, and now you get Royce Freeman with the number one pick. <laughs> All right, into the mailbag we go. Instagram question. I'm a big underdog. This is uh, from Jay Menace. Uh, I'm a big underdog. Should I maximize the stacks? So basically this question is, another way to put it would be, what can I do to uh, give myself the opportunity to overcome being an underdog through big performances, such as stacking a quarterback-wide receiver, playing high upside players?
2: Yeah, so... At the end of the day, right, if you if you play the quarterback that scores more fantasy points, it's just better for you, right? So um, that is true. But if you know you're the underdog, we did a great – and by we, I mean Matt DeSorbo, uh, one of our awesome writers who does a lot of data work. Yeah, we did. Yes, we did that yeah. study um, uh, because we made him do it, and thank you. <laughs> but uh, t- looking at the, the variance and is stacking matter, does stacking only matter in best ball? Can it help in – uh, redraft leagues, and it did actually show that if you want to maximize output, stacking is valuable. You you obviously are taking on more risk, but if you're a, a an underdog and you've got to go up against the big dog, you snuck into the playoffs or and you've lost a player or two, and now you're going up against the number one seed, I would be looking at a stack. Mike, you exited the playoffs to a team yeah. that was –
0: Brock Purdy and George Kittle.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, you had all the, you know, the betting odds were certainly yeah, the, in your favor. The, the projection from the platform is I was like a 30 point favorite. Exactly. But then it just so happened that he played Brock Purdy and George Kittle in a two touchdown George Kittle week right. that turned into massive points for you know, he doubled up on all those plays, put you out. So I would be doing this if I'm a, if I'm an underdog.
3: And yeah. I'll be looking at yeah, for your for your DST you need to go with an upside DST because there are there's upside ones and then there's safe ones. Like so, for example, last week the the uh, I don't remember where people ended up, but like the Saints and the Browns, knowing that there would not going to be much scoring in that game, it was going to be a run heavy script because of the weather. Both DSTs coming into the weekend were safe for their floor, but their upside was not great because you knew there wouldn't be dropbacks, there wouldn't be a lot of uh potential for, for quarterback sacks for for a uh, sack fumble or an interception turning into a score. So you need to find uh, the Giants. Uh, yeah, sure. Like the, the Giants their their sack upside is is tremendous. Their like, interception their needs, upside. Nick Foles took what, seven last yeah, week. Yeah, their or, interception or, upside is tremendous.
2: Their touchdown upside is tremendous. Yeah. The Giants are certainly the the defensive choice.
0: I mean when you think about what Foles did last week, there were ten plays that were Huge for the defense. Ten separate plays that were point-scoring plays for the defense. That's huge. Uh, That article you spoke of by Matt DeSorbo is on the website, thefantasyfootballers.com. It's called Stick to Stacking, Exploring the Classic Boom-Bust Strategy, and you can read that. Um, When you think about what you need to overcome as an underdog, you do look at your lineup and you say, wow, I really need a George Kittle to hit two touchdowns. and Then you think to yourself, well, if I need that, Well, he's going to get it from. Yeah, it's going to come from Brock Purdy, right? It's sometimes it feels like it's a better strategy to say, well, if I'm going to hit it here, let me just get the automatic correlation versus saying, well, now I need Baker to hit two and then I need Kittle to hit two in a separate event. Uh, That is the way you should look at it. Um, Just don't, you know, don't overplay this underdog idea. You know, if there's there's real underdog and then there's like margin for error
3: underdog and exactly and just be careful sometimes stefan digs yeah. Devonte adams combined for like seven points in a week or something like that
0: yeah and then you would be killing yourself if you played too many uh yes marquis goodwin type of players agreed all right into the voicemail questions
3: hey ballers love the show who'd you rather play in the full ppr league between brian robinson and tyler algier I'm projected to win by about a dozen points for context. Thanks. Oh, man. So, Tyler Algier, Brian Robinson, full point PPR.
0: This one's really close. Uh, yeah. Algier plays Arizona. This is a, uh, you know, Algier's workload has been massive. So has Brian Robinson's. Little bit of a question with the switch back to Carson Wentz, I think, on game plan. Game is super important to the commanders. Um. This is really, really close. I love Brian Robinson this week, yeah. but I love Tyler Algier this week. So I, I'm going mean, to go I, Robinson by uh, by a little bit.
2: I really wish I could grab one of those guys from you. If you got extra, um, <laughs> I'll take them. I, I agree. with no, you. No, we would, but league integrity, right?
3: right. Yeah, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. for the game, for yeah. the game, <laughs> uh, <laughs> for the
2: league. Yeah, that that is really, really close. Um, I I I find myself leaning the Algier side. Oh but- boy. Man,
0: is that just because you do the opposite of me? No, no, I rode with you. Remember?
2: Um, Oh, you did. You switched? Yeah. yeah, No, the reason is because you know last week you had Algier going up against Baltimore. He finished as a as a running back one, and he did that without a touchdown. Now he gets Arizona. It just seems it
0: it is super close. It really
2: is. Yeah, I mean he's a back to back RB one. Algier is the only. Here's where my hesitation went. Gibson's hurt.
0: Cordero Patterson has had games where he gets going. And he's active. So my only thought there was, well, what if Patterson takes a few more snaps where Brian Robinson won't lose any? But the matchup, I mean, and it's also really, really good against the Browns on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, so Both matchups are great. It's really – the answer is both players are very much worth playing to me. Um uh, where do we have Robinson right now? We have I have more...
3: Robinson a bit higher okay. currently, but they, like you said, yeah, we all
0: have him a bit higher right now. It's really, it's very, really very, tough. Very close. Um, Tyler Algier on the season. You know, he had five targets last week. That's attractive. Uh, Four think, catches. It was, a,
3: it was a full PPR league, too. Yeah,
0: so that that's where it's like Robinson really doesn't get that work. Might get more of this game if Gibson's hurt.
3: Yeah, I mean, Williams... We'll still factor in. Where do you lean,
0: Mike? Because Jason's saying he's slightly on the Algier side. I
3: I was leaning towards Brian Robinson, but then I forgot the the PPR aspect. So I think I'll go Algier there.
0: All right. Uh, There was a follow-up, a couple follow-up questions related to Algier. Um, Instagram question from Breezy. Algier or Judy? I would go Algier there. Yeah, likewise. Um, Luis wants to know, Mike, Tyler Algier or Kenneth Walker? Oh my uh, god. The Kenneth Walker matchup is the Jets. More challenging. Oh. But it's Kenneth Walker. He he was the 20th running back last week, 31st the week before. It's been tougher sledding for him but he had 26 yeah. attempts. Just seeing he hasn't been
3: in the end zone for a while. That's the problem. I lean Kenneth Walker there. I do as well. Really? Okay. Yeah. Like, right. I was I didn't I, know where you'd go there. I hate the matchup. And I think Tyler Algier is that a talent is, choice. Then, yeah, is. I think Algier is better than where he was selected in the draft. But Kenneth Walker is looks like a legit superstar.
0: And you'd go Kenneth Walker over like a Miles Sanders, then too.
3: Yeah, yeah. All right, voicemail. Hey, ballers, Chad Johnson, the real
2: Ocho Cinco from Saint Cloud, Minnesota. Oh,
3: okay. Quick
2: question: In my
1: championship game, do I start Geno Smith or Brock Purdy?
3: Oh, man. So, Brock Purdy or Geno Smith? The nasty boy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> well. So, Geno's against I'm not, the I'm not Jets. playing
0: Geno over Brock Purdy this week. No. I, I didn't like what I saw last week from Geno. Tyler Lockett is there's, such a linchpin for the offense. He he is the first down maker.
2: What if he's back? Because there's a chance he plays. That's, if
0: he's back, then I will go Geno. If he's not back, I'm going Mike's. Stream of the week, Brock Purdy. Against yeah.
2: Vegas. I have them back-to-back in my rankings, and I, I, I will conclude inside with Andy there that Tyler Lockett's the, the deal-breaker here. The matchup is much worse for Geno Smith. If he doesn't have Tyler Lockett, then y- you didn't see anybody step up in his absence. You have an injury to Goodwin. Uh, I I would go Brock Purdy. All right, we're going to
0: wrap this thing up right now. A reminder, check those waiver wires, see if anybody important was dropped. Yeah. A lot of people fighting for roster spots. I mean, your opponent, you know, if you're in a title game. And uh, pay attention. If you're not in a title game, but you're in a keeper or dynasty league, look at who's getting dropped right now. People that are in the title game have one concern, and one concern only, that is to win this week. There's a chance a player of dynasty type of value could get dropped that you could pick up if you're in a keeper. Don't just disappear from your platform. This is why we're here. A lot of discussion over the next few months is going to be related to Dynasty Leagues. It's going to be related to players with bright futures. So make sure you check that out. Don't miss out on it. And then join us for our final party room today at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. That is on Spotify Live. You can listen right in the Spotify app. And uh, if you want to participate, you can get the Spotify live app.
3: And fantasychamps.com, promo code free ring because you're going to need it. Get that trophy or the belt for the league. Be a, be a hero for your league, and get yourself a free ring while you're at it. Thanks and, for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you
2: next time, or we'll see you tonight. And pray for Jason. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Join our fantasy football community on jointhefoot.com.